0: I stare down into my empty coffee mug, the memories of that video, that tattoo, replaying in my mind. Letting out a shaking breath, I push the mug aside and fold my hands on the table again, looking up at the G-Man. While the writing on the wall helped point us in the right direction, the tattoo was the first good connection we found back to the Cult of Dagon.
1: The G-Man looks to the mirror on the wall and subtly taps his own mug and nods the murderers left some pretty clear clues, and didn't seem to hide their tracks very well, did they?
0: Hmm. one gets the impression they weren't very experienced in murder. The stab wounds were inexpert, at best, and they did absolutely nothing to conceal their tracks.
1: Inexpert, sure, but damn effective. Agent River deduced, what, three different killers versus one trained Marine and four other adults? Something doesn't seem to add up, now does it? There's a knock on the metal door. The G-Man stands up as a fellow wearing the uniform, or lack thereof a uniform, carrying a pot of fresh brewed coffee enters. It smells too good to be standard government issue. He fills both mugs and exits as the G-Man gives a nod of approval.
0: Quirking an eyebrow, I wrap my hands around the mug again. Great service you've got going here.
1: Well, I can't extend this level of service to you since you've been cooperating with us so well. Would you like a coffee maker
0: in your own room? As long as it comes with coffee. You're listening to the Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast.
1: We left our cell last week, where they had been activated, to visit a gruesome murder outside of Yuma, Arizona. They all made it to the desert scape, all with varying loves of the heat, and they encountered a vicious murder. They met with the PD, got some information from the PD, from the medical examiner, and then they went to visit the house and saw the gruesome site themselves they found a couple things um, but i'm sure we'll go over those in a bit here with that the agents of our cell and agent Quinn from Q Cell on loan are walking back to the SUV that was rented to them and uh, that's where we pick up from there
0: rowan has been very quiet since stepping out of the house after seeing the the tattoo on the on the woman in the nanny cam and just climbs into the car, closes the door, and just folds her hands in her lap, looking down at them. Not saying anything, just very quiet.
1: The air conditioning provides a bit of a wake-up from the shock that everyone was feeling. The heat was just so oppressive that it, with everything going on, kind of clouded things. And so this provided a bit of clarity to everyone.
2: Yeah, after giving Rowan a couple minutes of time to recover, Rivers going to say... Alright, so is there any reason not to bring the PD in on this video?
3: I don't know, are any of them following us like creepy assholes this time?
2: Not that I've noticed, but I mean, they have better resources for this kind of search.
3: I don't see any reason not to, but this thing does bring up a question. Did any of you, when you were looking in, in any of your special government resources, internet things you know hacking and databases and that kind of shit did any of you find out did they have a nanny i'm sure detective birden would know that because that was a nanny cam that wasn't a uh, baby monitor that was a spy cam for making sure that your nanny isn't stealing shit
2: wait did you have a nanny
3: no i don't have kids well,
2: I didn't know that you have any kids that you had,
3: but. Well, at least I don't know of any kids. And, okay, never mind.
4: I asked the detective about any connections that the family had, and they indicated really no one. So either they don't have a nanny, or the detective was keeping that from us.
3: I don't know. I was just thinking it's not something you usually have unless you have a good reason to have a spy cam watching your kid. No, I didn't have a nanny. I told you already. I was you know new one at one point um anyway but that seems you know maybe they had a short small female nike wearing nanny you know could be
4: it's worth looking into i
0: think that it would be advisable to tell the police department that we saw a nanny cam clearly of course we didn't touch it We didn't look at it, but various members of us have experience with nanny cams and recognized it for what it probably is, and she should have someone look at that. And of course, pass along any information, that'll be a show of good faith with the police department. Pause for a moment, take a drink of water, just like shake herself. More immediately, the woman who was in the video was, River, you said that there was only probably one woman, the small person who was involved.
2: One smaller person, you yeah. know.
0: If that's the case, then there there was one set of footprints that was leading out through the backyard into the desert. And I don't want to come out to this house more than I have to, so I think that before we leave, we go chase that down and see where she was going. Maybe the footprints loop around somewhere, or maybe there's something out in the desert that we should be aware of.
2: Oh, we shouldn't go out in the desert unless we've got plenty of water and probably some sports drinks, too. I, I've got a
3: few energy drinks
0: energy drinks don't count they're not high enough water content
3: okay oh uh shoot i forgot does the number 197 mean anything to anyone because uh i don't think anyone else saw it but in that room with the nanny cam that i definitely didn't touch though if i would have it would have been with gloves but on the inside of the door the number 197 was written in blood
2: what would I roll to see if River remembers
1: seeing that number anywhere? Let's go with an int roll, an intelligence roll. Okay.
0: Would would that would that be something I would want to roll as well? Yeah, to see if it has anything to do with this particular cult that I would remember. Well let's see what River gets first. Absolutely. I got an eighty eight. I have no idea. No clue. I thought you got that eighty eight out of your dice
4: earlier. I know.
3: <laughs> it caught they caught me. If we get a third one, burn the dice.
1: <laughs>
4: River has forgotten what numbers are.
1: <laughs> Never. Unfortunately, River doesn't recall one the number 197 from anything in particular. Nothing really jumps out. Rowan, no, you it, it wouldn't even necessarily be worth a roll. Numbers really didn't come into play or you didn't hear them during your time as a I'm not going to call you a guest, but certainly a hostage of of uh, of the cult <laughs> yeah. in your past.
4: We had details about what was written in the living room, both in our briefs, and I assume as well as the police file as well. But did we see anything about the 197 in the police report?
1: No, nothing, nothing in the police report. It seems though that the police may have missed the blood on the wall as much as they missed the nanny cam.
4: That seems odd.
1: That room itself had a weird energy in general. Possibly the police officer didn't spend as much time in there as they should have, or they may not have noticed it because the door was open and never decided to see what was on the other side. It could have just been, you know, shoddy detective work on this.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. It could have been open the whole time. Was it open when we arrived in the house? Yes. Yes. We may want to bring that to the detective's attention as
0: well. As far as I know, with my experience with the Bay Area branch, numbers never really had much in the way of a connection to that particular cult. So, I mean, 197 or 88 or anything weird like that didn't really come into play.
1: Now, you guys did mention the desert and being prepared from behind their house you can actually see a good distance in the desert itself as it goes off to the highway and the rv parks to the north i mean if you continue to go west and southwest you know you do lose uh, sight of civilization quote-unquote civilization but it is mostly uh you know local desert not trouncing off into you know the lost dutchman mine or something that's going to get you turned around you're you're still going to be able to see civilization but being well hydrated is not a bad idea
0: yeah. And Rowan's going to finish her water and stick the empty bottle into the cup holder in the front and then lean forward and start shedding her her blazer and be like, I think that we should chase this down now. Um, and if it feels like it's going deeper into the desert, we can come back with water and sports drinks. But I don't want to leave and come back because I'm not sure I'm going to come back <laughs> or at least I will have to make myself do so.
1: There is a police officer in a patrol, and he did have water in in his patrol car. He might have, you know, a couple bottles for you to, uh, you know, just in case, as a, as a possibility. And they seem friendly enough.
3: I was actually gonna bring that up. Hey, glasses, you want me to uh, go talk to the officer over there, see if I can get some water bottles before we go out? You know, use my charming, persuasive skills.
0: Are you going to be as charming and persuasive as you were with Hayes, or as you were with Sarah?
3: Did I see the officer? Yes. Was the officer female and young? No. Good call. Maybe you should do it.
0: Yeah. I, I do think
2: do. we should call Beard and get them started on that camera as soon as possible.
0: That's a good point. Actually, Quinn, would would you mind going and talking to, to the police officer while I while I call the, the senior detective? You seem more personable than uh, Rooster.
3: I'm a person. Thank you very much.
4: Yeah, and this whole time Quinn's just been, wa- you know, at any time that Rooster, Rowan, or even River make a reference to something that obviously happened on a past mission, Quinn just kind of cocks an eyebrow and makes a mental note that uh, she wants to find a little bit more about what that means later. But she do definitely talked about it. Do I at... notice
3: this? Do I notice that she's cocking an eyebrow at us expectantly? <laughs> roll for it. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> what do I roll? You meant... Human, oh,
1: fuck!
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> how badly do I fail? Badly, okay. I get to check it off. Sweet, sixty-one of twelve.
4: Quinn chuckles when Rowan mentions that she's probably more personable than Rooster, and she kind of heads out the door and heads towards the officer.
1: He pokes his head out the window. How how goes things?
4: think we're done inside we might want to follow a, a lead outside but um wondering if we could trouble you for a couple or a few more water bottles yeah sure how many you need for the four of us please all right
0: he
1: reaches in pulls four like kirkland brand water bottles out and hands them over to you did you guys come across anything new
4: a few things we're, we're calling in your your lead detective to to update them
1: it's a damn sight in there isn't it
4: didn't want to stay in there any longer than i had to
1: i don't blame you some of those eggheads that go in there, they, I think they get off on it, but,
4: yeah. She just raises the eyebrow, that comment.
1: <laughs> well, have a good day. Uh, you know, uh, if you find anything, certainly let us know. And remember, if you didn't place it, don't touch it.
0: Chorus
4: officer. She turns around and heads back to the car. And while she was going to
0: talk to the, to the patrol officer, I would be calling the senior detective. Uh, detective Verden. Good day. this is Special Agent redacted. Uh, we're out at the house and I had a we found a couple of things that we wanted to update Jan.
1: Oh, all right. Um, hold on just a quick moment. you hear her fiddle around she puts down a coffee mug. All right um, have at it what what did you find?
0: So we had a, a closer look at the nursery upstairs and we think we're not entirely positive but it looks like there's a teddy bear on a shelf on the wall that looks like it's a nanny cam
1: Nanny cam. Oh, okay. Like one of those spy cam type things.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, right. I mean, I'm not sure if the, if that's something, but it had those, because, I mean, of course we didn't handle anything, but it had those those dead eyes that I associate with cameras.
1: Oh, all right. Did you guys, did you go through it or, or bag it?
0: No, we, we we didn't touch anything.
1: All right. Please continue to do so. Of course.
0: And also, we did move, move the door a little bit, because we saw a footprint go kind of sideways there, and there was... A number painted in blood on the back of the door. Oh. Yes. 197.
1: 197. All right. So it's not like a telephone number. No. And it's not that 80s code or hip hop code for 187. All right. That's it. And it was just, ooh, blood, fingerprints, right?
0: Uh, pr- likely, actually. All right.
1: Would you mind going and looking to see if you can visibly see the, the if there are fingerprints in there? Are you still on, this, on the site now?
0: We're still on the site. And Ro just like visibly f- like cringes at the idea. But just, sure, we can go and, and have a look. We have we have gloves to move the door around.
1: Okay. Just to see if there's something that's worthwhile there. I'm certain that we could possibly scrounge for something else. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything
0: else? Out of character, was there anything else that we wanted to mention to Reardon?
2: Don't think so, unless you want to mention the footprints.
0: Oh, the good point. Yeah, yes, we did find one more lead that we are actually going to go ahead and start tracking down now. There were bloody footprints of someone with small feet uh, leaving the house and heading across the backyard over the wall. So we're going to see if we can how far we can follow those tracks and where they might have been going because it was the opposite direction of. Much of anything.
1: Okay. If you need anything, there's the uh, patrolman down the way. Certainly can give you a, a heads up or assistance if if needed.
0: He has been very helpful. He has been very kind to provide water for those of us who didn't think to grab it.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the desert. Make sure you stay yeah. hydrated.
0: Duly noted. We're going to be stopping somewhere for flats of water.
1: Um, If you're going to be doing a lot of walking, a camelback is not a bad idea.
0: Mm, good point.
1: Backpack with with a uh, water uh, bladder in the back.
0: Yeah. I, have one, I had one at home for hiking, but I didn't think to bring it.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't. They don't realize just what kind of place this is.
0: <sighs> you hear about the heat, and then it smacks you in the face when you walk out on the tarmac. Just ugh. anyway. Yeah, sorry. but
3: it's a dry heat. I <laughs> say that out loud in the car.
0: I just like tilt the, the phone away from my ear and give him a look over, not over the glasses because that would hurt, but just look at him. What? I'm right. Anyway. All right, that is everything that we have located thus far. We're going to follow those tracks and see if they lead anywhere. And if they do, we'll let you know.
1: All right, sounds good. Be safe.
0: Will do. Thank you. And hang up. They're going to... Well, she wants us to see if there are fingerprints in the blood painted behind the door.
3: And how exactly are we going to figure that out?
0: By looking.
2: I can do that. I know you aren't comfortable going back in there.
0: If you wouldn't mind actually taking a look, yes, but also getting some good pictures of it yes thank you and she knows that we're going to be following those tracks and reporting back as as needed she was interested about the nanny cam but didn't indicate whether or not they would be following that up quickly or not we'll find out I suppose
3: so should we take it?
0: no We've, we've seen what we needed to see on it unless you know people in Yuma it won't do us much the way of good to look at it unless there's a way to upload it to the cloud and get those videos because then maybe I can do some facial recognition stuff
1: that would either be a computer science or a signal intelligence use.
0: Yeah, I have fifty in computer science, so it is something that that I think I would be able to do, especially with my particular laptop that I that I bring with me on all cases. Okay,
3: I actually have zero in both. So, am I allowed to roll for a for a check?
0: I think you have to have at least something in it in order to roll it. Uh, or be asked I wanted for it to specifically. Get one.
1: that is a kind of glaring red flag in the advancement rules but we'll see
0: river would would you be willing to look at the nanny cam and see if there's a way to upload it in a way that we can get access to obviously with gloves on and everything or do you want me to come and have a look
2: i mean i don't have any computer science skill if we need that then then you would have to do it
0: then i will do so Although, if it's all the same to you, I'd like to stand outside the room and have you pass it to me. All right. So you guys are heading back into the house, yes? Yeah, and I definitely want to be like, I roll my my button-down shirt up
4: above the elbow, like, getting as cool as I can get while still being professional. And I think as you guys exit the car, you're passing Quinn. And she says, are we ready to head out? We're we're going to check something in the house again, really quickly. The
0: detective asked us to see if there are fingerprints in the in the blood on the door. Quinn will look to River and then back at Ruin. Are you going to be okay? Gotta be. Let's do this. And I I lower my voice just in case the patrol officer is listening. We're going to try to get the videos off the nanny cam to try and get a facial recognition program working on the girl.
3: So you want me to make sure he stays out here?
0: No. What do you think I'm going to do? I know what you're going to do.
3: Flashbacks of Wyoming
1: appear in those, in everyone that was there's head. That was in, Montana. Oh, Montana. My apologies. Montana. <laughs> we, were,
0: we were also in Wyoming, though, toward the end. So. Fair enough.
3: Hey, I'm not doing that again. Won't keep him out of the house. It'll just keep him
0: from following us. I'm he throwing has, a pen. As you do. I He has no reason to be suspicious of us. We have no reason to raise his suspicions. And he seems to be just fine sitting in an air-conditioned car. He's definitely the smart one in this group. (laughs) He
1: was playing one of those block-breaking games on his cell phone with the windows up.
4: Are are we all going back into the house?
2: You don't have to if you don't want to.
4: We'll go straight from the house to Tracking the Desert, right? Yeah, so we'll probably all go. Well, Rooster and I will stay downstairs by the door and uh, signal in case our officer gets a little curious. Fair enough. Honestly,
0: I can't imagine why he would want to go in there. Most people wouldn't want to if they don't have to. You guys make a, a beeline for the house and head
1: head inside and Quinn and Rooster stay out of the house.
4: I think we would be inside the house, but like right by the front or right by I guess the back door. We would be in the air conditioning is what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: Rooster, you're kind of getting acclimated quickly again to it. This is a lot like your time in the sandbox. It'll take you a little bit of time to be fully acclimated, but, you know, after a couple hours, you're kind of like, all right, this is what it used to be like. River and Rowan, you you guys head up to the room, the carpet that leads upstairs, or that is upstairs, excuse me. At the end of the room, there are no bloody footprints. The bloody footprints are just in the room itself. And you see that the footprints are actually just footprints not sneaker footprints there, but there's bloody sneaker footprints elsewhere. Almost as though someone took off their shoes.
0: Well, that's interesting. Is it just the woman's footprints up here?
1: Yes. That have stayed with the blood, but not, you know, there. people have walked through here, and you can kind of make those out in the carpeting, but just the bloody footprints are just the small woman's footprints.
0: And the sneaker footprints outside were also bloody, so she ran through the blood puddle on her way out, which makes sense. It's everywhere.
2: Were there any bare footprints downstairs?
1: No,
0: so somewhere up here she put her shoes on, so yeah, uh, Rowan will look at the lack of footprints and just like frown and looking back and forth and just, but there were bloody footprints in that room,
2: yeah, and she wasn't wearing shoes. She wasn't wearing no, shoes. She wasn't wearing anything in that room she we would yeah she had to have taken off the shoes just for
0: that room, that one room. Shit, I am going to have to look at that room. All right, let's 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 go see what's special about this room.
1: Yep. The door creaks open because Rooster closed it just a little bit. You do see dried blood on the crib, dried blood on the floor. There's some splatter on the walls. And you do see the nanny cam put back in place where it was with other stuffies surrounding it. But this one just seems to stick out. Beneath the nanny cam is the changing table. And as you kind of glance back, you do see on the back of the door painted 197.
0: Before we touch anything, I'm going to pull my phone out with a slightly shaking hand, but maintaining control right now, and take a picture of where the nanny cam is exactly. So I can send it to the detective and be like, We went back in the room. This is what we're looking at. This is what you should look at. And then go over. And I have gloves on and the booties and everything, pick up the nanny cam and start looking for a way to send the videos to my phone or something in any way to to get the files off of here and where I can work with them.
1: It does have Bluetooth capability. And what did you say your computer science was? 50. A 50? That's good enough. We don't, you don't even need to make a roll here. So you you pair up the the Bluetooth after the third attempt because the first two didn't want to take, but you're able to copy the files over, not transfer them.
0: Yes. And I I also want to glance at the files and see if there's any way to tell that people have looked at them.
1: There is not on the nanny cam. It's a very simple recording device with basic Bluetooth. This is something that you would have possibly picked up at uh, one of the various uh, flea markets or swap meets. This is not like a high-end one. This was just something that someone grabbed, and it didn't. It does not record a long period of time. It's only motion-activated and records five to twenty-second clips.
0: Okay, I just wanted to make sure we weren't about to get caught in a lie with Yuma PD. So I'll transfer the files over and then look at the picture and carefully put it back exactly where the picture had it.
1: All right, no problem. River. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm, I'm looking at the back of the door. Okay. You do see that the blood has dried and, you know, as you get a little bit closer and maybe shine a flashlight to it, there are visible fingerprints in it. You can actually see the curves and swirls, the identifying marks. You've got a really good forensic skill, is that right?
2: Pretty good, 60.
1: You're confident that they would be able to lift the fingerprints with a kit with ease. You'd probably be able to lift the fingerprints up with some improvised items like scotch tape if you wanted to. That would require a roll if you wanted to gather your own.
2: Well, I, I think my fingerprint kit would be in, in the stuff I brought, okay. at least in the van, but I'm, I'm still going to leave it for the PD. I, I am going to take cell phone pictures okay. of, you know, one of just the, the door in general and then close-ups of the fingerprints.
1: With the resolution on most most modern cell phones, if you purchased a most modern cell phone, I'm not sure because River isn't that technologically, uh, at least a pop culture type of type of items. You might you might actually even be able to get a good picture of one of the fingerprints.
2: Yeah, it might not be the cutting edge, but it would be you know up to date.
1: Okay, give me a forensic roll. Let's see if let's see how well you can get that get that image. Ninety-two. Ninety-two. It's a lovely image. You got your face. Oh shit, wrong side. <laughs> but you didn't realize that until later on as you took a wonderful selfie of you staring intently at the wall.
2: I'm going to check it right
1: away because I'm, okay. I'm going to ask Rowan for, for Reardon's uh, number. You got some good picks otherwise. You just weren't able to get something that good for identification purposes. But yeah, you, you got it. Yeah. I'm going
2: to like message these to Reardon somehow. Okay. I'll ask Rowan how to do
0: it. I can show you later if you like. Okay. And I do want to have a last Rowan knows she's probably going to regret this, but she can't stop herself because curiosity killed the cat. After she's put the, the bear back, she turns and just like takes a once-over of the whole room, trying to get a sense a sense of any kind of familiarity, I think, at this point.
1: The motif around the room is that of mermaids in the beach. It looks as though that, you know, some of the, the beach landscape that's been painted on the wall, it's all been hand-painted. It looks like uh, Puerto Puerasco, also known as Rocky Point, which is a uh, popular beach destination for most Phoenix folks, because it's only a few hours south on the Baja. You also do notice that there's a beautiful uh, night sky painted on the ceiling. Stars seem to be hazard. You don't see any real constellations that you would recognize. Does... Did Rowan have any points in unnatural? Nope. Okay. River does. If River does, yeah.
0: I'm like looking up at the ceiling and just like, huh, eh, pity they didn't put any actual constellations on.
1: Well they never do. I mean they
2: just put stars at random.
1: River, what's your unnatural? Ten. Go ahead and give me a roll. Eighty eight. No sixty two. Sixty two, okay. I do not lose any sanity? No, you do not lose any sanity. You just recognize it as someone being creative and drawing stars on the lovely ceiling.
0: I'll take a last look around the room and just sort of file it away before stepping out.
1: The connection that you might touch on is that there is the mermaid theme. There is the water theme, the beach theme here. Mm -hmm. That might play into it or that might just be pure coincidence. Agent Quinn and Rooster, you guys have kept your eye on, you know, on the backyard, and you actually see two people coming up, two police officers, one dressed in a jacket that says police, like a, a windbreaker, and another one in uniform.
3: You've got a badge, right? Do you... Classes? <sighs> I yell upstairs. I imagine I hear that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. With ease. If we finished, I'll head
3: downstairs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll do the yeah. same. We could use some official badge type things.
0: Well, aren't we lucky that I have an official badge type like thing?
3: Why do you think I called you?
1: The gentleman in the, the windbreaker opens the door. So we have guests, huh?
0: Hello. I'll pull out my badge. Special agent redacted. I was told you guys would be
1: here. So there's a nanny cam, huh?
0: Yes. I'll actually pull up my phone and pull up the, the picture. Mm-hmm. Didn't touch it and, and show and show him it's the teddy bear.
1: He looks at the other guy and he's like, see? You missed it and the other guy was like you weren't in
0: there. And
1: you actually hear him say, you weren't in there. The guy's like, all right, all right, we'll go up there. Did you check the back of the door?
2: Looks like there's some decent fingerprints there.
1: The patrolman kind of looks around. He's like, I think I did. The guy who is who is also clearly a detective looks at him and goes, I guess you didn't then, huh? Thank you very much. Is there anything else that you guys found other than what you told Reardon?
0: Well, we also told her about the bloody footprints heading out through the yard, but we're about to go chase those down and see if they go anywhere. Sorry, I didn't catch your name.
1: Mulvaney. Detective Mulvaney.
0: Pleasure to meet you, Detective.
1: Mulvaney. He, lo- he looks at you. Yeah, Mulvaney. It's a kind of a, a family thing. We Family's been doing this police
3: thing for a while. I hear it all the time. What? I'm just bad at names. I repeated it so I remember.
1: Oh, all right. It's a good thing to repeat and do your work twice, right? And he looks at the patrolman, and the patrolman's just kind of like shaking his head.
2: Well, it's a learning experience, right?
1: <sighs> yep. It's not an L for loss. It's an L for learning. All right, guys, let's go upstairs. So they, they head
3: upstairs. As they walk away, I'm going to go, somebody's in trouble. Quietly. I'm actually saying it to uh, to our group, not them.
0: Shh. I don't know, just me, like hold a fingertip just a little ways away from my hand because I don't want to touch my face with the gloves. There's a trash can outside for the booties and gloves and stuff. Yes,
1: there is a a, a, a trash can.
0: All right. So I'll step out, strip and strip those off, toss them. Got the videos. Got pictures. That room is terrible. Let's go chase down some bloody footprints.
3: What is the rental car, by the way? Chevy Tahoe. Sweet. Because it does off-road, right? It could. No. What? Okay, fine. You're gonna walk out there in those loafers?
0: It would not be the worst terrain I've ever walked on.
3: In loafers? Mm Mm-hmm. You want some pennies to go with those?
0: Let's go. And I'll and I'll, and I'll lead the way in the direction that the tennis shoes are leading.
1: So you follow the footprints for the shoes. Now, the footprints didn't start right. They were at the back door, but it seems as though that something maybe washed them away, whether it was dust or rain or whatnot. But they seem as though that they're stronger a little bit of a distance from the house. It goes to the southeastern corner of the yard where it is desert landscape.
0: Do they stop at that corner?
1: They seem to go over the corner.
0: All right. So making sure that I'm not stepping in anything that's going to stab me because desert, I'll climb over that corner of the wall. Sorry, is it a high wall or is it like a knee high thing?
1: No, it's only like a maybe a waist high wall. It's not hmm. particularly tall.
0: All right. So I'll plant both hands on it and do like a gymnast jump over it.
1: You hop over and uh, at the ground there, everyone else comes is coming over. I, I take
4: it as well. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm going to walk out there with a bunch of baseball caps and just start handing them out, though. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Good idea. Head covering. Wear your lids, people.
3: And then Rooster puts on this ridiculous looking cowboy hat that he picked up in Montana.
0: I was hoping the hat would make an appearance again.
1: So right at the the corner of the wall slash fence, you do see that there are more footprints here. There's two additional sets of footprints. And then a little bit further on, you see that there's three unique sets of bicycle tracks. All right. And they head west into the dirt and the sand and the, uh, you know, the open area. Ahead of you, you see that there is a, I don't want to call it an interstate, but it is certainly a two lane road about a half a kilometer uh, away. So not horribly far, but a, but a good distance away from the road. Further beyond in that straight ahead direction, you see a, what looks like maybe another neighborhood a couple kilometers away, maybe a kilometer and a half away. Oh, the track's heading in that direction? Yes, they are heading in that direction.
0: Why don't we go have a look at that neighborhood in the vehicle and see if the tracks come out there? And if so, what house do they go to?
3: might work to have one or two people track these and then bring the car around and meet you so we don't lose the trail. Because it's going to be hard to pick them up over there if we don't know where, where they come out. So who's the, who are the athletes and who are the trackers here?
4: Quinn will volunteer to keep walking along the tracks.
3: Athletics. What would tracking be? Survival? Survival. Um, survival or search?
0: Okay, my, my search and my, and my athletics are both in the 50 range.
3: My survival is 50 and my athletics is 70.
2: I've got 53 for search and 30 for survival and nothing for
3: athletics. Well,
4: base for athletics. And I only have athletics. I don't have anything for search or survival.
0: Okay, then then why don't we have uh, Rooster and Rowan follow the tracks and River and Quinn meet us, meet us around. We have the highest chance of making the rolls. I'll
3: toss the keys over to River. Oh, when I said toss, I meant toss.
0: You mean
1: throw? No, it's
3: underhand, but yeah.
1: Are you forcing to have a dexterity check?
2: You remember what happened the last time you did this? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> 95. Do I need to make a search roll now?
4: Can Quinn try to, if I assume River's going to fumble, can Quinn try to catch him?
3: (laughs) Yeah, give me a dex check.
4: Whoops, 73.
3: (laughs) I'm going to look over and I go, so what you're telling me is that next time, instead of going shooting, we got to go play catch.
4: Tend to prefer the solo sports, so that's my excuse. (laughs) Oh, I was
3: talking to River, but I'll, I'll, sure, we can play three to three people around throwing a ball to. It's a small target,
0: and, you know, we were,
2: a, we were a soccer family, Still
1: are. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. All right. Let's get going, Rooster.
1: All right. River and Quinn pick up the keys, and you guys uh, kind of follow the road. I provided you with the satellite maps for you guys can kind of see where they're at. If you'd like, I can bring them back up again. And if you're cool and join our Patreon, you might even be able to see the maps, too.
0: <laughs> Some of these things will, will, will be uh, free posts on Patreon, just so people can see what we're looking at, because... That's always fun.
3: Or if you're like me, you'll just have Google
1: Maps. Google open. constantly
0: open.
3: Mm-hmm. So there is a, a split highway
1: behind the house, not too far off. Um, and Rowan and, and Rooster, you guys, uh, follow the bike tracks to the road. Crossing the road is a little bit difficult to find the tracks because it's already been a couple days. But on the other side of the highway, give me a roll to see if you can pick up the trail again.
0: And that'll be search?
1: That would be search, yes. Okay.
0: Whoa, 33, critical success.
1: Good, because I had a 95. So Rooster finds another set of tracks going off in another direction. But after a moment or two, you realize that's too fat of a tire. And Rowan, you find them, you pick them up right away. I find a rock. There's lots of rocks out here. Yeah. You're in the desert. Rowan, you beat in on the tracks with no problem. River and Quinn, you guys see your compatriots. You know hiking in the desert trekking toward this this town they're making pretty good time there's a few washes that you go down that rowan and rooster you know traverse across and it takes you guys sometime as you follow it for for quite a bit to a northwestern part of the community the neighborhood if you will so river and quinn you guys drive down the road and there is an an, an off-road and it says mustang arizona so it seems though this is another little uh, town, if you will, just right outside you,
2: Okay, If we pass any stores, I'm going to stop off real quick and buy water and sports drinks and roll coffee order.
1: They don't have a Starbucks and the person looks at you and points at a machine that's got a bunch of buttons for different kinds of coffee. And they're like, that's all we got. Sorry, man.
2: Okay, I'm not sure if this
1: is acceptable, so I'm not going to get any. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts. So yeah, you guys do stop at the local grocery there. You do notice that this area is really depressed financially. The homes don't seem to be in the best shape. There's quite a bit of poverty here. Did I give you a map of Mustang? I did.
4: I have a map where Mustang's on it, but not like a zoomed in.
2: Yeah, I've just got a
3: dot there. What's interesting is there is something on Google that is Actually over there, but it's not a little town.
0: Huh. We, we went past the medical annex.
1: You guys actually got to the medical annex. That's where the tracks lead to. <laughs> okay. You see a large brick building. It's like tannish and red in color. It's a four-story building built in the shape of a U. You're coming up from the backside of it. The fence that was up has been taken down. Bicycles have ridden over it many, many times. People have trampled over it. Every window of this building has been destroyed and shattered. This place seems to maybe been a stopover for transients, but you do lose the bike tracks onto the concrete pathway and driveway that goes around
3: the building itself.
0: How about we have a look in the building?
3: Hmm... <sighs> Because this sounds like a good idea. All right.
0: Oh, it sounds like a terrible idea, but it seems like the sort of place that our killers might have at least hidden out in at some point.
3: Yep. All right. I reach down into a cargo pocket on my pants and pull out my Beretta. What? It's hard to reach into a cargo pocket really fast.
0: Why do you have... Never mind.
3: Because it's an open carry state.
0: Yes, that's why I have my gun on my hip, as opposed to in a pocket, like a mad person.
3: Yeah, but I... It's open carry, but i it's legal, but I didn't know. Ex- it's not Montana, so I wasn't sure exactly if I was going to be able to walk into Walmart.
0: Okay. So,
3: River and Quinn,
1: you lost them a little bit. It seems, though, that when you come out back out of the little uh, mini-market gas station, you don't see them trekking across the desert anymore. You're not afraid that they're gone at all, but you think they might have picked up the trail elsewhere at the edge of this uh, little town.
4: Should we call to figure out their exact location?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll head. I'll drive t- to the
2: town, and, and why don't you uh, call and find out their location?
4: And we would we would have exchanged numbers with all yeah, of us gonna with say. You at this point, <laughs> just to just to make sure that if necessary, you could get a hold of everyone. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Quinn will probably call Rowan. She knows who the responsible one is. <laughs> I. I-, I-, t- I. She didn't need a psychology degree to figure that one out. out. <laughs>
3: Okay, there's a difference between the responsible one and the one responsible.
4: Got it. Accurate. Well, she figures she's the most responsive one as well. So are are we in the annex
0: when, when the phone call comes through? No, you're actually at right at the annex itself. Okay, so I'll reach into my, my hip pocket, pull it out. I would have saved the number in my phone as Quinn, so
4: I'll just open it and be like, Hey, what's up? We've uh, reached the neighborhood. We lost sight of you all. Did you find something? We lost the tracks of the bicycles at
0: the, what looks like it's the uh, medical annex building, or at least that's what I'm, I'm assuming. Is there a sign that says that? Yes,
1: there, It actually, it's, it's uh, carved into the stone. It says uh, United States Navy Medical Annex.
0: Cool. All right. There is an abandoned building out here that was a uh, naval medical annex, and it looks like a place where transients come through fairly frequently. Every window's broken out. Rooster and I are going to
4: go in and have a look. And while Rowan was kind of describing that, I think Quinn would have been kind of looking up on her phone to see if that's like on the map, like a Google map, since it's an official building, even if it was abandoned, in case we wanted to meet them out there.
1: So it does pop up, and it pops up as being permanently closed.
4: Okay. I found your location. Do you need backup? Possibly. Got it. We'll join you. And she'll uh, hang up, relay that information to River, and think we'll- on our way, or we'll find a place to park i suppose backup are you armed we would have would we have brought i mean hmm.
3: hold on a second actually i'm gonna look over at rowan and go they're coming for backup text them to look under the back seat
0: okay i'll shoot quinn a text message saying that and add rooster likes to hide little presents under
4: seats so right after river asks backup are we on are you armed Quinn's phone buzzes like right on cue and she says, looks like we are. And she'll start looking in the backseat and probably be a little shocked by how armed we are. (laughs) This isn't this
3: isn't all of it. This is river shotgun, probably three handguns and In in cases, of course, and one assault rifle with scopes.
4: Yeah, so Quinn is shocked by the amount. I bet River is shocked by how little there is.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's no anti tank rocket, unfortunately. River, as you're about to pull away
1: from the gas station, a guy steps out of the gas station and he kind of catches your eyes and and makes eye contact. And the guy's dressed in a a ratty t-shirt and desert camo pants. A really skinny fellow, not so much like malnourished, just somebody with a fast metabolism and a bad haircut with bad prison tattoos. But he kind of looks at you and mouths your name, not River. Cause your windows are up and your air conditioning is going. And you're like, wait a second. Presumably I, I do not recognize this person.
2: No. I need to talk to this guy and I'll get
1: out of the car and head over toward him. Redacted. Do I know you? His eyes kind of shift a little bit. His eyebrows kind of lift up and then go down. But I now know you. He licks his lips and his eyes kind of soften a bit. Looks down and goes, what can I do for you?
2: What's up? Uh,
1: not much. Uh, you guys aren't from around this this area. Um, if you wanted the the marine print companies right around the way, I mean that's really the only reason why anybody comes here.
2: Okay. You, uh, I thought you uh said my name a minute ago. Sorry.
1: Oh no, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, have a good day. Sorry to bother you. All right. And as he walks away, he—you hear him mutter, "Weird outsiders." I bet he's from fucking California. And I want
2: to try to get his picture. Okay.
1: <laughs> Let's see here. You're trying to snap his picture, right? Without getting his attention, or with getting his attention?
2: I'll try to avoid his attention
1: if I can. Okay. Give me a stealth roll, and we're gonna—we're gonna add a twenty percent to this because he's kind of out of it a little bit.
2: Thirty-six, and my see. He's 32, so
1: uh, I'll make it with a bonus. Yeah, you get you get a picture of, of the fellow. As, kind of as he's turning, so you've got a pretty good profile pic of him. It's, it's pretty clear. And he doesn't doesn't seem to notice.
2: Well, that was interesting. You said my name.
4: Friend of yours? No,
2: I've never seen him before. For one minute, he knew my name, and then he didn't recognize me. Hmm. I'm assuming that, that he was being honest about not recognizing me. Should I roll on that? Give me a you meant roll. Uh, 35 out of 52.
1: Yeah, not too bad. You're pretty convinced he was sincere that second point when his eyes kind of softened a little bit, that he didn't know what what was going on.
2: Well, that's the second weirdest thing that we've seen to be.
4: Do you feel the need to pursue, or should we get going?
1: Let's
2: get going. I mean, it would be interesting to follow him, but let's uh, meet up with others.
1: Rowan and Rooster, screen wipe to you guys. So there's three major entrances into this building. One of them has been boarded over. The other two have the boards and the doors have been broken off. Because it's a U, there's one that's shaped, or one that's in the middle of the U shape, like in the base. And then the other one is on one of the wings. So okay. are
3: we, where are we compared to the U? Are we at the round part or the two ends or the side?
1: If you're at one of the prop top prongs of the U, the one that's boarded up. That's where we are. Got it. Make sense? Yep.
0: All right, let's go to one of the ones that's already open. That Those seem to be thoroughfares that we would want to check out.
1: Yeah. The closest one would be the... Actually, they're, they're equidistant apart, because you'd have to walk across this little courtyard, if you will, to get to the other side, or you could cut to the middle. So do you want to take one of the wings or the central entrance? How far is our backup? Don't know. About two kilometers away,
3: maybe. Maybe one. I say we wait for the backup. I don't want to walk into a hornet's nest. Just us.
0: That's fair. Let's go over by that door, though.
3: Yeah. I'm just kind of looking around. You realize Rooster's head is on a pivot right now.
1: Yeah. You're looking up at the roofs. You're looking for sniper points, advantage points. And inside the courtyard is a tactical nightmare there's no place for cover there were stone benches here one of them is still intact another one's been destroyed possibly through vandalism there was some kind of like water feature that's long since run dry and the the plaque on the wall just simply reads besides what's imprinted in the wall it just
3: gives a date what's the date out of curiosity is it something recent or no okay no
1: it's like it's the build date itself
3: right I'm just curious give me to give get me a, a moment. sense. 1929. 29. Got it. Okay. Of course it is. I look over at Rowan and go, No matter what happens, we do not go in that courtyard. No matter what.
0: I think we're going to have to in order to get to that door.
3: There's another open door on the other prong. No matter what happens, we do not go in that courtyard. That's death waiting to happen. We got... I'm just standing there. I'm not pointing. I'm not looking at it. I'm kind of looking past her and just going... We got multiple levels, all with elevation able to fire down. We have no cover and no way of knowing how easily we can even get in that door. That is a tactical nightmare, especially when anyone out here knows we're coming because we walked out of the fucking desert with no surprise, no stealth, and no speed. Rowan, you recognize that Rooster's voice has changed just ever so slightly.
0: Yeah, he's in full-tack mode. I've I've seen it before.
3: There's more to it this time, though, because you've seen him in full-tack mode, but you haven't heard that weird coldness to it that he has right now as he's discussing.
0: And, like, hook my thumbs in my belt and lean back a little bit on my heels looking at him. All right. I will point out that this appears to be a transient place, and the weapons that we are aware of, that we are concerned about right now, are knives rather than guns.
3: Sure. That's what we're aware of. Let's just say... deserts, cults, and potentially fortified hideouts. Not a good combination.
1: River and Quinn, you guys you guys make your way up to the area. You see that there is a sign that's been broken. It's got one pylon going up and the other pylon's been bented down. And there is a sign that says U.S. Naval Medicine Annex this way. And in front of the road, actually on the road, there's a chain link fence that's been pushed over that people have driven over. People have driven around as well. It looks as though this area has been cordoned off, but uh, also abandoned.
2: Is there any sign of Rowan and Rooster?
1: You do see Rowan and Rooster not far from one of the doors on the outer prongs of the U-shaped brick building.
2: I'll drive around the fence, not over it. Okay. And up, you know, as close as I can get to them.
1: Um, You guys see the Tahoe coming up. There's a little bit of dust coming up from the road, and it's about a half of a quarter of a mile from the main road as they come in. River and Quinn uh, hop out of the car and see these two kind of posted up uh, against the wall. And it seems like Rooster, Rooster seems to be on edge. His body language is on high alert.
4: I think as soon as we park, Quinn will grab whatever firearm seems like she's most comfortable with.
3: Is that a handgun, a shotgun, or, or an assault rifle?
4: Uh, just probably a handgun. She knows her way around a hunting rifle, but it's been a while.
0: You said something
2: about backup. Have you seen anything?
0: We haven't seen anything directly at this point. There are potentials for this area that Rooster has has pointed out. So better to act like we know there's a threat and be proven wrong than the other way around. Partially because I am not wearing Kevlar at the moment.
2: Well, if I thought there was a chance of a firefight, I would have worn it in spite of the heat. But I'm not going to walk around all day in that. Did you find my care package? Yeah, I assume you want this one. Pulls
3: out the assault rifle. Yep. Slings that on. Grab the spare holster for me in there, too.
2: Okay. And I'm taking a pistol and my shotgun.
0: What's our battle order, Rooster?
3: Usually the shotgun goes first, but I'll take point. I know what I'm looking for. So with weapons in hand
1: and flashlights in opposite hands are available, you guys head into the Medicine Annex. As you walk inside, it appears to be like every other early 1900s or mid-1900s office building. The walls are white originally. Now they've gone to various colors of mold and dirt and dust with a lot of spray paint. There is graffiti throughout this entire building. All different types of graffiti, from crude sayings to pieces of art to tags of various... uh, graffitiists that uh, have come through here. Rooster, you you're walking point, right? So you come into the first room, give a glance, you check your corners. The room is clear. You see littered around the floor. Everyone, you know, sees litter around the floor. All kinds of various items. Like, you see that there's beer cans in here, beer bottles, used condoms, you see some drug paraphernalia. There is nothing of note in the first couple of rooms. They all seem to be this way. You get in closer to where there is the joint in the U, if you will, that corner. And on the innermost room there, there is a gigantic mural. The room itself is clear. This room has been cleared out of any kind of trash or any kind of debris. There's just a magnificent mural here. I would like everyone to make an occult rule.
0: Petty, I already have a check in that. Nope. Oh my god, I got a ten. I got it on the nose. Nice.
3: Wait, I have more occult than you?
0: (laughs) It's not something Rowan consciously digs into.
3: I have
1: a regular success. All right, fail.
4: I just barely failed. I hate that. We're going to go with river first
1: because I, when you roll exactly, I kind of consider that almost like a critical because that that's kind of magical. It's not like a full on technical critical, but it's something that you're just like, I hit it. Perfect. Cool. You get some cool more information. River, you kind of step back. You see above the door on that wall, there is a mural. It's an underwater mural of coral and rock and ghostly blue lights. And what looks like a building or a city, if you will, actually painted into the mural. Above it, in the water, you can actually make out letters. And the letters are Y-H-A hyphen N-T-H-L-E-I. Now, how you pronounce it, no one's got a clue, but it is spelled that way. Rowan. In this graffiti there, because the, this entire room is, is a mural in itself, you do see at the north end of the building, there is writing on the wall that you can make out where the graffiti is actually within the writing. It says the word Dagon. On the back wall, it says the word Hydra with all of the graffiti within the letters of Hydra.
0: I'll shine my flashlight along the edges of the letters, and it's worked into the mural that River also saw? Yes. With the underwater city and everything?
1: Correct. And you look over and you see the, you know, fly, if that's how you pronounce the word. I think Quinn and, and Rooster, maybe Quinn would notice where you guys are kind of shining your, your flashlights to see this.
4: So we see the words as well?
1: Yeah, I think, you would, I think you would see the word once Rowan kind of pointed it out. It was hard to make out at first, but yeah, you kind of catch that. Rooster's on the lookout for other things.
4: That word there, that's the name for their, their afterlife, their paradise. This order.
2: That was on the wall in the, in the house, too.
4: Well, we know we've come to the right place. This is a shrine. This place is immaculate
0: compared to the rest of it. This is a place of worship, maybe. Hey,
3: Quinn, remember how you asked about why are we in the fucking desert when we're looking into the ocean? Something tells me we've just found the answer.
4: Except I still don't know why they would choose this location.
0: Me neither. Was what she was referring to as their as their heaven the I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it the the collection of letters or or is she referencing Hydra? The Yehon the Ley. So we have an idea what that is, and I'll nod at the letters and Dagon is the name of their god. How about Hydra? Aside from the obvious MCU references. Well, Hydra, like water, right? Wasn't the Hydra a uh, uh, monster in Greek legend? Cut off the heads and, they, and
4: more grow back. Well, but it's from a word root, you know, like you hydrate yourself. It has to do with water. Sure. I would I would assume.
2: Yeah, and, you know, there are there are sea creatures that are named after the, the mythical beast.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to turn my flashlight off and stick it back in its belt holster and just start not taking pictures, but taking a panorama of the whole place with my phone. Okay. Because I, I I want to dig into this. I don't want to dig into this later, but I feel like I'm going to need to dig into this later. There may be some more symbology here that I'm missing.
1: It does take a while to capture everything that's here. Brewster, you hear movement down the hallway that perks your ears just a tiny bit. It does sound like footprints. How many doors are there into this room? There's one. Only one, okay. Yes. And there's there are windows that lead out. The windows have been smashed and boarded up about halfway, so there's no quick way out other than going through the wood boards,
3: and it's particle board plywood. I'm immediately taking a knee off to the side, so not exactly a direct shot from the door, but rifled down but poised and I'm gonna just put a hand hand up over my shoulder and just snap twice and then point at the door. Rooster attempts to get
1: everyone's attention. Are the rest of you kind of enraptured with this or you know on edge and paying attention to Rooster? No role needed, just kind of need to know where you're at.
4: Yeah, I would would notice Rooster. Okay. I think Quinn would notice as well.
0: If I'm done getting the the picture, I'm absolutely focused on, on Rooster.
1: It was during your time of getting the picture.
0: Okay. As soon as I feel like I've gotten at least most of it, stop and stop the picture, immediately drop my phone into my pocket, and my hand is on my holster.
3: No more footsteps after that. Sort of quietly under my breath, go, River, cover. Remember, we're not in the sandbox. Rules of engagement. You want to sit here and wait for them, if they are there?
2: We can't shoot unless they shoot first.
3: Cover.
1: Okay.
0: Rooster, River is correct.
3: I know. And I'm slowly advancing. Rifle's still down.
1: So you advance a little bit further up, and then you hear the sound of something creaking like someone stepped on something metal. It's up ahead a little bit more. You take a few more steps and there's a stairwell. Um, the stairwell goes up and down, and then you hear down below the squeak of the metal staircase a few levels below. Now you've left them river's watching your back from where you're at but for you to go down you would be leaving your crew unless you want to bring them
3: with you but the noise definitely came from a sub-basement i'm gonna back up a few steps and go we got a sub-basement someone's down there down several floors definitely was watching us well i've got the badge maybe you should cover me classes make the call
0: if someone was watching us here, they're either connected to the culture or know people who do. We need to find them.
3: River, go.
2: All right, I am going to start down the stairs
1: slowly and quietly. Since you said the word quietly, I would like for you to roll your stealth check. Yep, yep, yep. Eighty-eight. <laughs> you missed it by eleven. Ninety-nine. Oh, Ninety-nine. Oh. <laughs> oh. So you hear.
3: Ur, ur, ur.
1: And then you hear the sound of metal tearing, and there's a loud noise, and then there's dust. River, the step that you stepped on is no longer there, and in a quick motion there's a large cacophony as you hear metal grinding against metal, and river falls.
0: I'm Tiana Hansen and I play
4: Rowan.
3: I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster.
0: I'm Seth
2: Jones,
3: and I
1: play River.
4: I'm Laura Domingo, and I play Quinn.
1: I'm Dan Voshkevich, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 2 is based on the scenario Ex Oblivione by Dennis Detweiler. If you like our story, there are many ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports, for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Victor Von B, Steven Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, and Ben Warner. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast, and follow us on all the usual social media sites. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear, give Quest and Chaos' YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week, because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue. Creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe.